Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Nah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, folks. Here we are. Sorry, I'm a little snotty. What do you? What do you got? A plant back there? Oh, this is dying. Yeah, the lady made a. She made a plant run, and we can't keep keep it alive. That's an audience kids. plant. Is it? I don't know. That's a joke. What was it? August. Audience plant. Ah, there it is. Yes, like uh, what's that guy's name? Andy Kaufman's guy. Oh, Tony Zamuda. Bob Zamuda. Bob. Tony Clifton. Bob Zamuda. There you go. Boy, you look fresh as a daisy, and that shirt is whiter than uh, Antifa. I got my birds. These are my Iowa birds. Ooh, Sarah, that's cute. Sarah realized it took a long time, many years, but I always buy these. I'm obsessed with college sports, and um, so I'd always buy all these colleges everywhere I'd go. You know, you go to the school, and you check out a game, and I'd buy the thing. And then Sarah made the observation that I just like having cartoon animals on my shirt. When ah. you put it that way, it's kind of embarrassing. I think she's right. I'm just a guy walking around with a wild cat on my shirt or a, a hawkeye, a, a bird, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. I, I got to say, though, I love a long sleeve tee. Don't you love a long sleeve tee? Yes. Number one favorite thing in the 90s, I was a long sleeve tee with the T-shirt over it. That was my one look that, I, that has passed me by. Big fan of that look. I was a skateboarder. That's all we did. I think the the gals liked it, but now it's uh it's it's dad time. It's nerd alert. I know. It's uh, I think we talked about this before. I know I say that every episode, but it's so embarrassing that you don't know what's embarrassing until you get made fun of. Cargo shorts, jean shorts, t-shirt over the long sleeve, yes. you know, pantyhose on your head, whatever it is, it's not until someone's like, "Look at this fucking moron" that you're like, "Shit, I'm an asshole." Right, but at least when you were a kid or when we were younger, your friend would go, what the hell are you doing, dickless? And you're like, oh, I didn't know this was out. But now you post a photo and the whole world sees it. Before your friends told you, before you made an ass out of yourself to the whole community. No, I was walking around with like acid-washed dad jeans in my 20s because my mother shopped for me and she went to Marshalls or Sears. And it wasn't until I was with Soder and this dame I was kind of half dating and we were outside of Caroline's. And these like two drunk, you know, hoodlums were like, "Look at you, our fucking dumb jeans." I, it was just like this acid wash, you fucking idiot. Nice jeans, you. And it was like a moment of like, "Shit, do I have bad jeans?" Nobody told me. Right. I remember those jeans. Those things were super faded. I had faded like white jeans and like a leather jacket. I was leather jacket, white jeans guy. I didn't know. Nobody tells you. Oh man, that's tell you dress like a guy at OTB. <laughs> I mean, I love OTB. I'm not. I've realized yeah, I'm a know piece. Of, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a white trash piece of shit. I mean, I'm I'm the same way. I just oh, who keeps up? What are we reading a fashion magazine? We're going to fashion week and taking notes. Oh, that's good. All right. I mean, how do you know? Uh, I'm still not confident in my jeans. The, the t-shirts. I'm just going with. I don't know what's what. Ted Baker, you know, Gallman wore a Ted Baker. I'm like, he seems like somebody. So I kept going Ted Baker. But those yeah. might be gay. I have no idea. I don't know either. I just learned cargo shorts were out. 
Yeah, cargo's no good. Jeans are no good. I think corduroy is something, maybe. I think that's that's a tricky one. Yeah, corduroy's tough. It swishes, it swashes, it's hot as balls. I, I like the look, but uh, I don't know. Maybe that's grunge. Maybe that's out. Right. I'm I got it right now. I got to warn you, I got... I woke up, I had a cup of tea, I had a meeting, I had another cup of tea, and then I had a short period of time between finishing one thing and going to the podcast, so I got a third cup of tea. I've eaten a bagel five hours ago and three cups of green tea, so I'm a little jacked up and squirrely and cuckoo, and I got a shit. Jack it up, use the shit. You know, take the shit and use it for some adrenaline. Hold it in, It, it gives you powers. That's a good point. Screech powers. Uh, now, you sound nasally. We talked a little off air. I mean, is this the beginning of something? What's going on here? Where you been? And uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, too. I've been all over the road. I had I had like 10 hours of sleep, and then I woke up, and I was like, ugh. But I've been pushing the uh, the candle in both dildos. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this shooting uh, park videos yesterday, and then we go to Bananas, and we did shows all night, meet and greet, selling shirts. Then we went to a diner at four in the morning. I got home at five, you know, so maybe I'm pushing it too much. You're not really doing meet and greets, though, right? That's well, a joke. mask on. Outdoors. I'm not sure I believe that even. I got photos. I got photos. <laughs> they make you do the mask. It's like a legal thing, but I did it in the parking lot because I didn't want to do it inside. So we're outdoors and uh, take some photos and we sell some shirts. I got to get that shirt money. Got you. I got the shirts. You got to do the shirts, but... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'm doing elbows. I, I I still don't know what what is what. Half of it feels silly. I'm at the movies, but then, you know, we just did a show in uh, Connecticut the last two nights. I brought Cantor up there. Nice. And uh, it was those brewery show Mount Southington. I did a ski mountain. Wow. And then last night we did, uh, I forget the name, Bloomfield, Connecticut. Mm. But both nights, I'm like, you can't really meet and greet. You, or you, I don't feel, I don't want to meet and greet. And so I got to hustle back because my garage closes at midnight. So two nights in a row, I left like fucking Bob Dylan, like walked Ah. off the stage, never broke stride, straight to the car, peeled out and left. And like I saw these Tuesdays, my rearview mirror chasing me down with, (laughs) you know, gift cards in their hands. But like T-1000. Yeah, it it, it felt great. But uh, you know, what's really taken me back, not to just dive in here, but the nice thing about this COVID stuff is... A lot of these gigs I'm doing are taking me back to the old days. It's like mm. 2005, 2006 for me, where you get a buddy, and now we have GPS. Back then, I'd have to MapQuest. Oh, yeah. And I've been around long enough. I remember you'd call you know, Jack Lynch or whoever had the gig, and you'd have the phone like this on your yes. shoulder, and you'd write down left at Burger King, yes. right onto Route 18, three traffic lights. So you never I, see a phone on a shoulder anymore. Oh, it's oh, that's funny you say that. That leads into one of my stories. I might have to curve off into this story and then get back to the other story. Kareen, what is a Kareen? You hear about Kareening? Abdul Jabbar, I know him. <laughs> yeah, it's always he careened off the mountain. I'm like, what is Kareening? I think that means like skip, bounce. Ah, bounce, eh? I don't. My my Kareen's going to shit right now, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I know, uh, what's his name? Chow Young Fat, he's Korean. <laughs> Kim Jong-un, he's Korean. Right. Who's the other guy that I always, I never know his name, he's great. Kim Jong-un. There's Jong-hoo. Who? That's the filmmaker. Ah. Oh, Bo, Bo Parasite. Jang. Yes. 
Yes. Bojuhu. Bojing no, duck. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of bows and who's and whatnots and uh, who's on first. Doesn't it suck that just trying to say someone's name comes off as like racist in 2020? Right. I'm just trying to get his name right. That's a perk of being not white is you can do all the racist stuff and it doesn't count. You can be like, hey, you look like George Clooney. And you're like, no, we're just two white guys, you know, who are thin. Right. Nobody goes, what are you, racist? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be a good person over here. I want to I want to tell everyone to check out this person of color filmmaker, but I forget his name. And then it just comes out like it's I think it's Ching Chong Poo Pop. Right. <laughs> and I sound like a piece of shit, but I, I just I can't remember his name. It's a tough name. There's a lot of syllables and sounds. It's it's like be, Little Miss Bo Peep. It's all over the place. <laughs> and it's tough because if it's just a, a American asshole, you're like, I think it's Steve Jacobs or Bob Coster. Right. Something. I think it's okay if it's, a, I mean, you don't speak the language, you know? So how the fuck, uh, you know, it's like, we would do it with a French guy, too. It's a Jean-Baptiste Boudoutabata, you know? You can't, we don't speak the language. Good point. So I think we're good. I think we're safe, but uh, yeah, whatever. Anyways, we're he's fans a, a, of his work. Hell of a guy. Great filmmaker. Good egg. But so the shoulder thing, you talk about the phone with the shoulder between the ear. It's so funny you said that because it's one of these things you write down for the podcast. I'm like, if we get into trouble, I'll tell this because I don't think it's a story, but I had it written down. Hit me, I'm, fatty. I'm, on the, I'm waiting for the, the train. I'm on the subway platform here in uh, Astoria. Yep. And I'm just looking off into the distance, dreaming, trying to avoid the phone. And I just happened to look right across the way. There's a construction guy on a rooftop, and he did the phone thing like this. He puts his head to the phone, and his helmet falls off and goes straight down in between the two buildings, like a dunk, dunk, plonk. Like you watch Whoa. it fall, and he just looks down. And I saw him like look around, like, did anyone see that? And he couldn't see me because I was like a street away. Wow. But it was such a fun catch yes good catch and it was all because the shoulder thing he did the shoulder move and his and his dumb helmet flew off maybe that's why people stopped doing it i, I mean the, the irony is the the helmet falling down the building sounds like an asian name bing dong <laughs> boop bow boop you know um but yeah good it. catch count it yeah it was a fun little moment uh but any jews we go up to bloomfield yesterday and that's what i was going to say is you have the directions and I haven't had this feeling in so long in comedy where I, the features, is, I'm driving him and, and he's going, all right, make a left here. And I'm like, here? You sure? Right here? Like, you know, it's like a stop sign in the middle of the woods. And I'm like, yes. all right, I guess we'll take a left here. And then that feeling, this is what comedy was back in the day for us, was that thing of like, is this the place? Right. Is, that, is that the bar? Like, it, you can't. Now, we usually work clubs. It's the funny bone or whatever. Right. This was like, I think that's a bar. Maybe it's in the back. I don't know where to park. And then you have to walk up to the building, and you're like, we're comedians. Is there comedy? Right. And they're and, like, and what? There's that old feeling when you were starting out. First of all, you'll do any gig, and now we'll do any gig because we're trying to make money. We're trying to keep the, the muscle going. And there's that feeling of when you were young and doing comedy, you're like, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And now you walk up, you're like, hey, thanks for doing this. Thanks for setting up a stage out of wood and making it. Yeah, so you have that old feeling and like, I appreciate you having me on this. Completely. And and the money, I don't know what you got shaken out there, but my money now is like a, a third of what I of would normally make. Totally. And it does feel like back in the day too, I'm like, $800? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! You know, whatever. Right. And it, it, it just feels uh, really fun. And then that driving back the same night and you're talking in the car and you're like, I got nothing. What do you got? It, it does feel 
fun. I feel I feel grateful that for any show right now. So thank yes. you to all the Tuesdays that came out this past weekend. I'm sorry I didn't get to meet and greet you or whatever, but uh, yeah, great great to see you. Thanks for coming. I know there was a few there. You can you can tell a Tuesday. They all look pretty much exactly the same. So thank you yep. guys. Younger white guy, a little schlubby, maybe a maybe a, a weird haircut, some glasses. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. We're all over Connecticut. You're doing these breweries in Connecticut. Then we're in Fairfield together. I'm doing a farm in Connecticut on Wednesday, and then I'm doing a Mohegan Sun. We're all over the CT. Wait, are you in Mohegan Sun this upcoming weekend? Yes. No, two and two. Ah, because Fairfield, I mean, we could talk about this off air, I guess, but Fairfield, I'm in Rhode Island the night before, so you'll have to get up to Fairfield on your own accord. Ah, Damn, I was hoping to get in that Sentra, baby. Well, maybe if you can take public transportation or get a lift, I can drive you back. But I'm I'm coming from north. Right, right. All so, right, I'll I'll figure it out. But it's not a bad train. Yeah, maybe you could train or bus or uh, whatever. But we could drive you back. But I'll also have Sarah. I hope that's not a cock block because she's doing the gig the night before with me. No, no, we'll just throw her in the back seat and she can tweet. Sure, yeah, she can. Uh, you know. I was going to say something horrible, but it's my wife. So. <laughs> so was I, but we both held, we're growing up, but... Yeah, we're mature. Speaking of catches, you caught the helmet of the retard who lost his helmet. I caught a wild one yesterday. Me and a pal, uh, my video guy, Eric, with the big shoe, he's, uh, he's shooting me, doing some stuff in the park. We're working on some videos, as you do, and we go, hey, we got to have a break. Let's go to Chipotle. We're at Chipotle. We get the burritos, thanks to the gift cards. We go find two chairs on like a what we call a neutral ground. I think you call it a median. What's that? A you know, and the, there's like a little patch of cement between high uh, between uh, Sixth Avenue and Greenwich ah, Avenue. An island. An island. Yes. Uh, Pedophile island. So we go to this island, and there's a bunch of tables and chairs, and of course, there's the classic New York guy who's sitting alone, just sitting there. No book, no phone, and we go, hey, can we use that chair? And he goes, yeah. You know, I grew up on 3rd Street. And we're oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah, how about that? And we got the we got the fucking burritos in our hand. He's like, yeah, you know, it's changed a lot around here. We're like, oh, yeah, what can you do? I'm, I'm, I'm taking the tin off, you know, I'm wiping the, the guacamole. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, and he goes, yeah, you know, this is what life's all about. You got to take it in, and if you're going to walk around, be with a buddy. And we're like, all right, all right, buddy, cool. You know, he's 78 years old. Nice guy, whatever. So we're sitting there. We kind of brush him off. We're eating. Boom. I saw a lady get hit by a car. Oh, Unbelievable. Not the guy, though. Not. The, I wish it was the guy. There's a lady <laughs> like, crossing the street. A car turned and uh, took a left right into her. Oh, what kind of hit? Are we talking like she flips up onto the car, she puts her hand on the hood, she goes straight down? What are we talking? That's a good question. So she was a little Asian gal, and it was, you know, maybe a Corolla, and it took a left, and it, it, it was a good screech, and then the screech to the hit. So she she didn't get hit too bad. She rolled up on the hood. There was a big... Blah, 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 blah. And then she rolled off the hood and caught herself, and she was like, what the fuck? I mean, like, old Asian lady, you know, crouching tiger, hidden cunt, and just <laughs> let it all out. And she hobbled, and we were like, oh, my God. And my friend gave her a chair, and these two ladies, one was Indian, and the, the old guy goes, last week she was riding a camel. <laughs> 
and we all lost it. But he's just this old, stuck in his ways white guy. And uh, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my god." And she's sitting down, and she's like, "How could you not see me?" Blah blah blah. And she's like in shock. She's shaking, and I think she was okay. She got she got shaken up a little bit, like a paint can, but. Uh, Eventually, the lady was like, all right, she parked her car and walked this woman home. Just she was so felt so horrible. It was wild. Wow. So I got a bunch of questions. Did, her, did, did her shoes stay on? Was it did her sandals and socks stay on or did they fly off? I wonder the same because I was hoping for a shoe fly. Don't bother me. But it, it was, they were really sandals like with the buckle. Ah, the buckle sandal. Yeah. We're not going to get us. We're not going to get a squirt with a buckle. And it's interesting that she was hit with an Asian car. That's fun. Because when you said oh. Corolla, I wasn't sure if you meant the car or her. That's I don't a know good what point. Corolla means. That's Asian on Asian. <laughs> um, boy, that's a good good find, though. Love seeing someone hit by a car. I mean, you prefer they'd be hurt pretty bad, but you still got lucky. I got lucky, and I saw the whole thing, and it was a great moment because, I mean, not for her, but because she didn't die. She didn't have to go to the hospital. I got to see it. And uh, I don't think there was any lawsuit or anything, you know. She was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm okay. And she's like, you want me to bring you to the hospital? She's like, no, I'm good. And the woman felt so bad, and I, I can imagine. I mean, I, I almost hit a guy on one of those bird scooters, and for the rest of the day I was like, oh, I got to make some changes. I got to get, get my act together. I was hungover. I hated myself. And I know what that woman's going through. So uh, no harm, no foul. Yeah, you got to feel for her, but it's uh, always exciting. And the city, I think... It's so exciting to live in a city, although you do have to deal with... We, I feel like we deal with a lot more strangers just chatting us up, which is a bummer. Yeah. But you do see so much action, and New York, there's so much shit happening that sometimes you don't even remember to tell people. Yes, that's true. Like, Ten minutes later, we're just eating our food, going, uh, hey, what's, uh, what's, what are we doing later at night? You know, we totally forgot about it. Yeah, three quick examples of that, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but one time I saw a guy injecting heroin into a guy's face, or injecting something into a guy's face. What? Like, I think it was like Botox? his eye. Maybe it was Botox. They didn't look Botoxy though. They looked more heroiny. Got but it. He was laying there, and I think you could put heroin into that little pink thing in the corner of your eye, I believe. Wow, the pink guy. Yeah, exactly. So he was doing that, and I remember just seeing it and being jarred and then forgetting wow. to tell my wife it was like days later that i was like yes. oh forgot like if my parents saw a guy shooting heroin into the tip of a guy's dick i mean they'd they still wouldn't talk to me or tell me about it but they'd tell somebody <laughs> i'm sure yeah yeah they'd, they'd hopefully film it or help your uncle dale yeah <laughs> exactly and then the other one was uh, i saw maybe i was with you I saw David Blaine doing like up close hand magic also what? at Union Square. That wasn't me. That would have been hard. I would have been I love that guy. I think it was Ari and it was some it was me and Sarah and somebody. Maybe Veter, because we were all going back to Queens and we were like, Well, that's crazy. And then we heard the train come and just ran downstairs. Huh. Like imagine, you know, someone walking around Hanover, Massachusetts or something, or wherever people are from. Right. And you see David Blaine doing card tricks and just being like, Ah, I got I'm in a hurry. Right, yeah, that's wild. David Blaine, by the way, handsome guy and one of the few magicians that's not cringy. You know, it's usually some guy with long hair and like a, a leather vest and a, a weird goatee. He's just like a normal looking guy. Hmm. I don't, I don't know that much what he looks like. To be honest, the other people in my party were like, that's David Blaine. Ah. That's how little I cared. Okay. I think I know. He's dark hair, right? 
Dark hair, keeps hair. short, tall, thin, handsome. Looks kind of like a hot Israeli commando. You just described me. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, he's a he's a good egg, and he had quite a run on the on a bunch of models back in his day. But those magicians, fuck. I mean, oh. uh, Copperfield was fucking what? Kathy Island or Cindy? Lopper or somebody. Yeah, one of them. They make that condom disappear. I'll tell you that. They get all <laughs> kinds of gash. Um, anyways, that's oh, the, the, the last one. The third example was Sarah saw a guy jump off a building. Like, didn't see him land, but saw him right after the land before any first responders. What? Just saw like a bloody fucking smush guy. And she heard it. She heard like Ugh. the... Yeah, true story on like Fifth Avenue or Sixth Avenue a couple years ago walking to her hotel bar. And same wow. thing. She just like forgets about it. You think that would just be in your your mind all the time? Yeah, and that's one of the few moments you get to do the only in New York. <laughs> Everybody has to say that that we all high five and jerk each other off. Right. Um, where all right, where was the eyeball? Where was that in the city? What that location? Was Union Square. Right with that. There's that little skid row there on Union Square. That's right. Yeah, it's pretty dicey. Of, yeah, the east side of Union Square. I was walking. You know how it's like elevated right there? Yes. And I was walking. It was right there, like at my eye level, you know, eye. And uh, he was yeah. laying there and was just like sticking it in there. Wow. Little, Wild. Little eye candy. Yeah. Man, speaking of, of seeing stuff, this isn't this isn't a, nothing on heroin, but I got the West 4th Street courts right here where all the uh, street toughs dribble some balls, and I saw this white guy. This handsome, hot, shredded white guy was running the tables. It, it, I couldn't believe it. I was like behind the fence, like get it, get, get him, buddy. Yeah, honky. <laughs> it was amazing. He was like laying up, and he did that thing where he couldn't get by a guy. One guy kept blocking him, so he just said fuck it, and he shot it from like the half court line, and it went in. Wow, white chocolate. I mean, quite a quite a the balls on this guy. Nice. Nice to see. I mean, there's a few of those guys. I think Jason Williams was one of those guys. And, you know, it was like... He's white? Stockton. Well, there's a few Jason Williams. I think there's three Jason Williamses. Uh-huh. There was a white Jason Williams. Then there was like a Duke Jason Williams. And there was another Jason Williams. Uh-huh. Okay. But I, I think it's Jason Williams. White chocolate. Am I getting that wrong? That was the I, guy who played I, for the Nets and did all kinds of cuckoo stuff. I think he was a halfy, but I don't know. Maybe he was. You might be right. But there's a yeah. few of them that can really ball, as they oh, say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, It's kind of like a black hockey player. Yeah, which there's more of now. Because uh-huh. in Canada, there's black. everyone plays hockey, and there's black people in Canada now. So it's, it's, it's exciting times. I didn't know Canada had blacks, except for Trudeau's Halloween costume. <laughs> Mother Nature is a mad scientist. <laughs> I actually said that on stage last night, and I felt horrible. I was like, "Gee, I just stole the Kramer line." Ah, I think that's a—it's an illusion. Yeah, it was an—it was an homage to the K-Man. Sure. Um, all right, we got a lot of stuff. I think you said you got a lot of stuff. I got some things, so we better—we better get fucking here. Yeah, yeah. All mine are are just cute nuggets. I don't have a big big uh, dick, so if you wanna you wanna hit me with a, a juicy jizz, put uh, it right in right. my face. Well, this one is just pretty funny. My my rest are just a gig and a talking point. So this one is pretty... F- I'm worried about that sniffle, which is not a COVID symptom, I don't uh-huh. believe. A sniffle. Thank you. All right. It's nice to hear. I got it, It's all in here. It's all caked. Yeah, that's not... I don't think that's COVID. I think COVID is, is fatigue, fever, cough, maybe a sore throat. 
No, none of that. That sounds nasally, maybe a little, little, little sleepy. All right. Woo, I feel better. But still, you don't want to be spreading colds around. Sure, sure. But I, I got a, a big gig tonight, so I got to... Maybe I'll get some... What do you think? A little Sudafed, a NyQuil, Robitus? Well, don't do NyQuil. Get some DayQuil. Aha. Uh-huh. Get a DayQuil. And you know what works pretty good is those nasal fucking... Those are good. Up your ass. Yeah, those are fun. I like those. Hot shower, get the steam going, and um, I think... Uh, I think you have a little sex. Sometimes that just clears everything. I think if you empty your balls, it empties your nose. I think you're right. It's something, it gets the juices jizzing, and it, it, it all clears out. It all goes into your jizz and ex- excretes. Secretes? Excrete. Excrement? Uh, I don't know. Ex-con? Ex-girlfriend? Yeah. X-Men? X-Men. Uh, um, I think I read that in a box of Fruit Loops, by the way. Follow your nose and your jizz will follow or something. <laughs> <laughs> fucking toucan. Um, it's a lot of cans. Toucans. <laughs> uh, right, hippie right. fits. So this happened. This was funny and weird, awkward moment. So, And I think you're going to run into this problem soon, too, maybe. So I got Uh-oh. the parking garage. Are you working on the parking garage situation? Yeah, I got a couple leads on some, some Tuesdays. have really been uh, helping me out and sending me mechanics and places and all this. So I appreciate you, gays. Uh, so... I'm 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 looking. I found one in Midtown that's cheaper. Okay, all right. Well, but don't you want to be close to that car though? Ah, Midtown for me. I live right by the A train. I can get up there in, in three stops. One stop, two stop. Yeah, that's nice. So I got the parking garage over here. It's a little bit of a walk, not too far, but I don't know what the deal is with tipping. Maybe I should have Googled it ah. because you are handing your keys to a person. Yes. They take your car, they go get it, they park it, and you do want them to take care of it because I put it at the garage, all of a sudden I'm hearing this undercarriage click occasionally. A UCC. I don't like that. I, I don't like a UCC. I don't even like the UCB. As I, I hate UCB. I'm glad it's gone. But <laughs> a UCC is even worse. They don't pay either. It just clicks and it's just a little like, I don't even know what it is. And, and I checked... I checked to see if there's a water bottle or whatever, because people were like, maybe it's something in the trunk and all that bullshit. And it's a subtle click. It's not too ah. bad, but still. But I read, I remember reading one of the big things with a car and a transmission is that you got to come to a full stop before you change gear, put it in park, put it in re- reverse. Yes. And I don't trust those guys not to just get close and pff, slam it in park. Oh, yeah. Or they're going in reverse and then just bang, put it in drive, and then you get a click. Oh, God, you're making me nervous. Nothing worse than that. You can't enjoy the ride because you're just going, oh, shit, 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 shit. Did you hear a click? Did you? You're ruined. The whole thing's ruined. Exactly. And it like triggers me because I drove nothing but used hand-me-down dead grandparent cars for so long. And then, you know, you're driving out of the city, so you got to drive through, you know, I don't want to not be PC, but I'm, I'm driving through Hunts Point and the South Bronx and Cross Bronx <laughs> in a fucking... You know, 1987 neon with three tires, and I'm right. like, if this thing goes down, I'm dead. I just picture them, you know, fucking shooting me in the tits. So, sure, uh, I get nervous, and so I want them to take care of the car, but I'm like, I'm dropping it off. I'm giving them the key. It feels like uh, what's it called when you give the parking job? Valet. Somebody? It feels like valet. So, I'm like, do I tip? Do I not tip? And I don't know. So I, I I tip a couple bucks here and there, a few bucks. I don't tip sometimes. I do tip sometimes. So the other day, Friday night, I dropped the car off at like midnight, 
and they're all really nice guys, young guys. And I was like, I should give them something. I go in my pocket. I have two 20s. So ah. I was like, ah, fuck it. I just gave him a 20. And right. this, is, this is how he reacts. He goes, oh, uh, what? And I was like, well, I forgot to tip yesterday. And he's like, he's literally just staring at the 20. It's in his hand. He doesn't put it in his pocket. Doesn't say, thanks, bro. Yeah. He just stares at it, like, blankly. Mm. Then he's like, are you sure? Like, uh, 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 all right. And I literally was like, ah, yeah, I just didn't tip. I thought maybe, I, I, I don't know. I literally ended up apologizing. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. It was the most like neurotic list move to be like, I, I'm really sorry. I just gave you 20 bucks. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. I was embarrassed. I was walking away. I felt like I just walked in on my mother showering. Like I was right. like, I'm so sorry. I should kill myself. I'm an idiot. Well, I think that answers it. I think there's no tip then. Ex- but it sucks you lost a, a two spot. But uh, he will remember that, hopefully. Hopefully he puts it, you know, takes care of it. But then also, so the next day, yesterday morning, Cantor and I go back to pick up my car. And this guy, this old yuppie guy, he drops off like a fancy car. I don't even know what it was, but it was one of, you know, a two-seat fucking yeah. black low car, whatever. Uh-huh. And no tip. Just gave the keys. And Well, there you go. By the way, the kid busted his balls a little bit because the guy pulled, the guy was, the parking guy was going to get my car. And then this guy parks right in the middle of the garage. Mm. So when this guy goes to pull my car out, there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So he had to put it back in the elevator, and he comes out. And I was proud of this kid who's like 23. He goes, hey, next time pick a side, dude. Ooh. And the guy was like this 60-year-old, like, what? And he's like, you parked in the middle. I can't take another car out. What are you doing? I like it. Good. That I, entitled queef. He thinks he runs the whole garage with his Miata or whatever the hell, Lamborghini. He, yeah, he was like, I'm sorry, but he didn't tip, so I don't think I'm going to tip anymore, and maybe I'll be one of these guys that gives a Christmas bonus. At Christmas, uh-huh. I peel off a couple 50s or something. I like it, but hey, anytime you can, they can see your mug and have a good reaction, that's, that's all you want, because he might not slam it. He might go, I want to slam it, but the weird-looking guy with the, the small mouth gave me a 20. I'm going to change it, change my ways. Yes, that's a good point, so I'm not sure what to do, but I think I'm going to tip less maybe occasionally and by the way real quick lastly just to wrap it up Cantor used to work at enterprise for years and he's like oh yeah i would beat the shit out of those cars oh. now, now granted those were nobody's car that was uh, it belonged a to a rental. corporation it was a rental but still he's like oh yeah we'd fucking grind the gears slam it and park all that shit oh. so you'd, you'd hope these guys aren't doing it with people's cars but you know, they're young whippersnappers, and, and maybe they don't like my look, or maybe they saw my act, or listened to the podcast, or whatever. You never know. Right. Oh, God. You're t- I mean, I got a bucket of bolts, one bad parking job. That thing's just going to fall down to the ground. I'm, I'm terrified. Yes. The wheels will shoot out. So maybe grease them, charm them, and, you know, I mean, I'm, I got secret handshakes with them and shit. I'm, I'm giving them extra bucks and really complimenting them because I want them on my good side. Yeah, but you never know. They could have taken that Sentra out and Ferris Bueller'd it on a bridge, you know, and then, woo yeah, they're living it up in Chicago. Exactly. That's where we got the UCC from, so. Right. I'm a little nervous, but um, anyways, oh, that's, God. that's that. We got to get to some uh, oh, yeah, sponsors, yeah. but before I get to the sponsors, I also want to plug our friend Ed Larson has a movie coming out. Ooh, I love and- Eddie. We love Ed Larson. This guy made a documentary about his mom, and he put together a little little snippet for you, so take a listen to this. Hello, I'm Ed Larson. You might know me from the Roundtable of Gentlemen or the Brighter Side on the last podcast network. 
or you might know me from hogging all the sauce at a roadside barbecue stand. Either way, I need to tell you about my new documentary coming out called How America Killed My Mother. Aggressive, I know. Listen, here's what happened. In 2016, my mother passed away suddenly from diabetes. But it was more than that. Everyone had a piece out of the nothing we had. Between the cost of medicine, overdraft fees from banks, credit cards, predatory casinos, even my own dad, we couldn't keep up. So I took the insurance money and I made this movie. Hey, we all grieve differently. How America Killed My Mother is available from October 2nd to November 5th for rental and purchase on Vimeo. Go to HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com right now to watch. Being poor in America should not be a death sentence. That's HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com. Great. That's good stuff. Eddie, he's the man. Check yeah. him out. Good egg. Go check out Ed Larson. And of course, this episode is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Ooh. Got to love the Blue Chew. Tuesdays oh, with yeah. Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew, the first chewable dick pill. That's right, folks. While we're all stuck at home, something we need a little more of is human contact but also we need sweet, sweet lovemaking. It's a stress reliever. By the way, I know two guys, sexy bachelors that are, are banging like crazy out here. I think a lot of women were, were pent up from, from being in. And ladies are ready to rock, boys, so you better be ready. Get yourself some Blue Chew. Blue Chew has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Here, here. I've taken it before. I love Blue Chew. They gave me a few, and uh, it gives you like an extra inch. Your heart is a rock. You're, you're like a young man again. It's like you're 22, just swinging that big old pipe. Big fan of the Blue Chew. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code TUESDAYS. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code TUESDAYS to try it free. You're going to love this stuff. Might as well give it a whirl now while it's free. And uh, you never know when you're going to need it, so keep it in your back pocket. BlueChew.com, finally a website that can give you an erection. Hell yeah. Get it and, and, and use it. I think this is the, I mean, obviously you got to worry about the virus, but this is prime time to be getting laid from what oh. I've heard from some, some sexy birdies. Definitely. And, and speaking of being sexy, one thing you know I think is sexy, both of our, our girlfriends slash wives think it's sexy, sheath underwear. Ladies, love this underwear. Get yourself some. It keeps your balls off your leg. There's little pouches. It's very supportive. It looks sexy. It fits nice. It's it's like uh, that nylon quality. Uh, yes. Sarah has her own sheath underwear and a sports bra, so ladies enjoy it for their own. You also look like a sexy son of a bitch. And also, this guy is just a Tuesday. For yes. even, if, even if the product sucked, you should support him because he's a Tuesday. But it doesn't suck. It's amazing. I'm wearing it right now. T- tell them a little bit about the sheet there, Marcus. I'm also wearing it. Here they are. You can see that sexy fabric there. Come on. Ooh. That's good stuff. Uh, they got the pouch. They look great. They feel great. I-, I can't go back to regular old fruit of the loom. Cotton. No fun. Get on it. Get some support. Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESGAYS. This guy's a fan. He knows what's what. 
to get 20% off your first order and sheath underwear's 100% money-back guarantee. Hey, these guys are confident. They're cocky. Nice. <laughs> That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TUESGAYS. Support the show by supporting them. Get sheath underwear and let them support your balls. Hell yeah. Boy, I'm excited about all this. I love sheath underwear. I'm excited about this Ed Larson movie. By the way, yes. you gave me a secret code. If you want it, we can watch it. I would love one. Maybe we could Patreon it. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, he's we're, a funny we're, guy, cool guy. Known him for years. I used to do his podcast back in the day. Remember that round table of gentlemen? Oh, I remember being like, this. somewhere there's an episode. I'm fucked up on that thing. We used to <laughs> boot. They'd have like a, a, a couple buckets full of uh, Takatis. Yes. Oh, and, we used uh, to go hard on that. He, We did one where we just drank four Locos. I don't even remember how I got home. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, we're going to do a bonus with him this week. So later this week, keep an eye out on the Patreon. Check it out. We'll have a new episode with Ed Larson. And by the way, uh, Bartolino's Vitor's show in Astoria is back. Wow! I don't have all the details yet, but it might be back to the hottest Saturday show in New York. And we might be doing a live Tuesdays. I'll get the detail tomorrow on our walk. But there might be a live Tuesdays with stories coming up in New York soon. Ooh-wee. I love it. Yeah, I kept I kept that date locked. So hopefully it happens, and hopefully we can keep the date. Yes. So all right, give me some stuff because I think I got just a little. I got a little bit left, but not. All much. right, I got I got I got one good crazy mystery nugget that I want you to try to figure out, and we could save the answer for the next step and tease it, or I could just spill the beans on your face. Okay, I've well, always wanted come on my face. All right, so uh, here's one that it was a real eye-opener. Not heroin in the eye, just an eye-opener. Uh, me and the lady, we, uh, we, she likes to cook dinner, so we like to find a fun recipe, and then we go buy the ingredients, then she comes home and cooks it, then we blow a load, and we watch uh, Mama's Family or whatever. So it's a fun little night. And so we're going to the grocery store, Morton Williams on LaGuardia and Bleecker. It's open 24 hours. Not a great grocery it ain't no whole foods but it ain't key food either mm -hmm. so we go in there and we walk in and they got the the the, the automatic door you mm. great you walk in you grab your basket or you get your push basket as you do at a grocery store and this guy goes hey i saw that and a lady goes running past me like a real crackheady skinny fucked up skeletor crypt keeper chick she's got a backpack on and he goes oh no and he jumps on her she gets out the door he grabs her and i'm like what the hell's going on it's weird to see a big you know fat hairy knuckled uh, grocery store worker jumping on a, a skinny lady you're like your rods and cones are off you can't process <laughs> and then he rips open the backpack pulls out a bunch of sandwiches he stole wow wait can i just ask real quick is this the mystery no. Okay, this isn't the mystery because I'm already trying to crack it. So this is not the oh. mystery. I got to turn off my 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 investigative head and just enjoy. No, no crack. She was on crack, but uh, <laughs> it was it was a tackle and a crackle, and uh, this guy was onto something. He was like a Columbo. He pulled out all these like pre wrapped sandwiches that she had in the bag. Wow, crackle crackle. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a hell of a loss prevention guy. As somebody that dabbled in that business, God bless him. I might want to have a, a word with them because and, and kick around the old days. So I wonder if she's a regular. It sounds like she's been in there before. Yeah, I could see that. She had the book bag. She was ready to go, and it was sad because she just was hungry. Like this wasn't like I'm gonna steal some money and whatever. It was like I need a fucking meal. 
And, uh, yeah, she stole it. And well, another perk of being a lady, he was just like, all right, get the hell out of here. I feel like a guy, if that was me, he would have been like, you fucking asshole, done one of these, you know, really roughed me up a little bit. Right. Well, you know, maybe she's a homeless lady and, you know, you're a guy stealing for fun. It might be more than just <laughs> the gender, but I do agree, certainly, you know, the guy's not going to punch an old lady in the face. Right, right. And she was like, come on, man. She pulled a Biden. Come on, man. What are you doing, man? You know, and he was like, all right, get the hell out of here. And she was like, come on, man. I didn't do nothing, you know. And just an old white lady, kooky, with a bandana on and everything. And uh, also, she was in there without a mask. So I think that was like a red flag out of the gate. Right. Wow, that's, right, that's funny. You're getting a lot of good catches of old ladies getting what's coming to them. I love it. Well, we live in Thunderdome out here. I, I get the the streets are running red with blood, and there's uh, grifters and and fucking hobos and riding the rails. One guy had a stick with a bag on it. It's it's pandemonium. No, it feels like we're in alternative 1985 from Back to the Future too. Biff's running yes. the show, and and there's this motorcycle <laughs> gangs, and it, it's really bizarre out here. It's wild, yeah. It's uh, it's the old days. They, you know, you always say, "Hey, New York, it's uh, nothing but M M&M and M stores and Dwayne Reeds and." I think we're back to the uh, the old days with the porn shops and the the pimps and the hookers. Yeah, and I always hear like, "Bad New York back in the day was that was real and it was this and that." And I'm like, "That sounds horrendous." Yes, it's horrible, and the rents are still high. At least back then, they had a cheap rent. I know you watch those movies, and Woody Allen's like, "This place is two hundred and ten dollars a month." And they have like a balcony. I know, I know, right? <laughs> oh God, it must have been great. I should have bought something when I was five. I know. I think about that all the time. You're like, but, you know, what are you going to do? We're yeah, stupid. I just did a gig in Staten Island. By the way, Staten Island, that's a whole clusterfuck of mishmash, Italian, black projects, uh, firemen, Irish. It's all over the road on Staten Island. That that island's a, 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 a ecosystem of its own bullshit. It's, uh, it's fascinating. So, this guy, I learned my lesson from the Long Island kook. Good egg, Renee, big fan. But uh, I said, I'll go to the gig, but I got to get a, a ride there and a ride back. Case closed. And he was like, I got gotcha. you. I think he listens to the pod. And so this kid picked me up. Nice guys, two funny guys, Greg and something else. And we go out there and we're chatting it up. And we get to Staten Island. So you're like, all right, you know, we've done shows there before. You get off the ferry and you're, you're pretty much there. We get there, and then we had to drive across the island, which is so weird. You see, like, the nitty-gritty of the, of the statin. And uh, we go to a back of a bar, fucking patio show, nothing but electricians and firemen and fatties. And, uh, whoo, it was... I did uh, 25 minutes. It was a great show. It was fun. But it was one of those... I did 25 minutes. I did a full hour in 20 minutes. Wow. You know, he just blah, 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 yeah. jizzing on words all over the place, you know, machine gun. And, uh, yeah, it was great. We got in the Uber. We Uber. He Ubered us back, which must have been a million dollars. But we dropped off one kid in Brooklyn, and he lived in Windsor Terrace. You know this area? No, it sounds like Canada. It was nice. There is a Windsor, Canada, which is above Detroit. They call it right. White Detroit. Ah. But uh, fun fact. Sounds but, yeah, great. so... We get to Brooklyn, and this kid's like, yeah, my mom bought a house in the 80s when nobody wanted to live in Brooklyn, and she got it for like 200 grand. We pull up. It looks like fucking the Fresh Prince house. Wow. 
right outside of Prospect Park. Beautiful. He's like, yeah, I grew up here. It was fun. I was like, oh, my God. You, 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 know, you see one of these neighborhoods, you want to go trick-or-treating. Right. Yeah, it's so weird how much there's neighborhoods change from one thing to the other. Like, New York is its own crazy ecosystem. We have the richest and poorest people in the world and everything in between. Exactly. It just keeps wiggling and waggling. It's almost like the comedy scene. Like sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, sometimes it's woke, sometimes it's not. It's it's the clubs open, they close. You know, it's a boom, booming and zooming. But I don't understand where the cheap houses are. I look at houses because everyone's like, you got to buy. This is a good time to buy. Do this, do that, and whatever. And then, like I said last week, we were in New Jersey, and I'm like, "Well, look at houses down here, and they're all nine hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand." Yeah. Everett, Everett, Mass, where I used to live, which was you were up there, it was a, a dump. No one wanted dump. to live in Everett. That's become gentrified or whatever, what? and it's like expensive. Everett's like a, a rich place. Wow, everything's uh, topsy turvy these days. Well, isn't that weird? I maybe we've talked about this before, which is something you said before on this ep. But you watch these movies like After Hours, and they're like. We're in Soho in 1985. It's terrifying. There's gangs roaming the street. There's barrel fires. Everything's shut down. And you're like, how did no one think to buy shit in Soho? It's right there. Like, I get it if you're like, oh, Everett, that's way out there. But Soho is right there. How did no one do it? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's weird. I guess people don't. You need to get one of those insider guys. Cause, and people, I've heard people say the Bronx will be next. Eventually, that's, the Bronx will become gentrified. That's what I'm thinking. we've gone everywhere but there, it feels like. Yeah, my friend Fat Doug Key, he has a car, so I always, you know, he's a funny guy and he's got a car, so I always meet him up in the Bronx where he lives, and it's beautiful up there. It's nothing but nice neighborhoods, and I'm like, why do people buy on Long Island or Jersey? You could live in the city, quote unquote, and still, like a train will still get you there, and you can park a car, and you can have a house and a lawn. I'm going Bronx before I go uh, Jersey. Wow, interesting. Well, you know, the, where I'm talking about in Jersey, we got an ocean. I'm talking ah, Belmont, well, yeah. but but that's one of these, you know, $950,000. I'm not getting it in the ground. What's that called? The broken ground? The ground floor? Ground floor. Yeah, I'm not getting it on the ground floor. I'm getting in on the, the ocean floor. Right. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty snazzy. But even Asbury Park, they're like, oh, that place is a shithole. It's nothing but heroin needles and Jews, you know, and you're like, yeah, but it's right on the ocean. I mean... I'm going to move there, and now it's nice. Now it's crazy expensive, but it's also... Asbury Park is fascinating because you get off the train, and you're in hell, and then you walk two blocks, and it's like, it's hipster, which is also hellacious, if you ask me, but... <laughs> yeah, <there's>, no. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, all right. I'm hogging. What, you want to go, and then I'll give you the mystery tour? Well, I got one last thing, and, and this could be controversial. We may lose all our fans. Our Ooh. Patreon may fucking plummet here. All right, jizz in my ass. I'm going to try to keep it to a dull roar here, but I get on the train the other day, and as I'm getting, I just missed, you're talking about catching these great things with a lady gets hit by a car, another lady gets tackled. I just missed something spicy. I caught the very end of it. I caught the exclamation point, but missed the sentence, if you know what I mean. All right, I like it, I like it. That might be the most brilliant thing I've ever said in my life. That was poetic, beautiful. Really happy with the exclamation, missed the sentence thing. (laughs) Um, you ever have that happen when something comes out and you're like, hey, that was pretty good? Yeah, yeah. Once I had a huge load. Um, but anyway, so I'm getting on the train. It's the, it's the, I'm getting on the N train. Just got off the 7. I transferred to the N at Queensboro Plaza. And as I'm getting on, a lady comes out and goes, 
She's wearing a mask, and she says to two guys, two like mooks, like fucking Queensy, you know, white Italianish guys, maybe or whatever. I don't know what they were, but they were just you know regular old mook guys. I hear you. She's coming off, and she goes, "Yeah, well, okay, sir, whatever." I couldn't quite make out what she said, but it was something, whatever. And then he said, uh, "Yeah, right here. I got your ah. mask right here." And he pointed to his dick, which That's didn't old. quite make sense. Old school. Yeah, so I guess his mask was on his dick. It didn't. It doesn't hold up to uh, examination. Sure. But, so they sure. must have got into it because these two guys were the no mask on the subway guys, and he's giving her the yeah, yeah, right here, my dick, <laughs> and. It's frustrating because now I get on the subway and they're having their we don't wear mask conversations. And he's like, it's not illegal. Fuck her, whatever. I hate the no mask on the subway, guys. I, 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 the whole mask thing, we can get in a debate another time, whatever. Fucking yeah. whatever. You know, I don't like wearing the mask. It's not great outside. I don't worry about it too much unless I'm walking through a restaurant, whatever the fuck. Sure. But these guys on the subway... I hate this thing. Like, we're just, can you just help us out? We're right. just, we're doing it on the subway. There's plenty of science. All yes. the scientists are saying we're doing this thing. Either way, we're living in a society. Yes, be a team player. I, nobody wants to wear it, but the, the subway tube is at four feet by 10 feet. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a test tube on wheels. It's a tube, and they think they're cool. They think they're like tough. <laughs> Like the guy's like, yeah, hey, I don't wear no mask. And it's like strangely like homophobic. Like he's like, right. I ain't no queer wearing a mask. And you're like, well, could you do it just for? And then they like, you fucking sheep. You're all sheep. And I'm like, you're a sheep for a game show host. Ah, I'm a sheep for a doctor and a scientist. Right. I, yeah, I'm a sheep. I'm following doctors and scientists and a society. We're all like, okay, let's do this. This is what they're saying. Let's try this out. Hopefully this will help. Everyone's saying this will be good. Yep. You're a sheep for a fucking reality star. You're the sheep. <laughs> yes, and, and that guy now has COVID. Exactly. I, of course, because they're all fucking hanging out. The whole gang of them has it, right. which is hilarious, by the way. And you're just like, you're not a tough guy. You're not cool. You think you're tough for cool or whatever. And... <laughs> It's this thing of like, ah, oh, yeah, there's fucking sheep. And then I'm like, do you stop at stop signs? Right. Are you a pussy? Why are you stopping at the stop sign? Interesting. Because you don't want to take someone else out because we're living in a society, you fucking idiot mook. You're not fucking cool. Just put the fucking mask on and then wear it inside and sit in a restaurant. Do whatever you want. But this is a collective area. It's a yes. shared space. Yes, public transit. You fucking douche. You're, they, they, I hate that they think they're like, oh, I'm fucking too smart to that. Right. Shut <laughs> right. up, you fucking idiot. And speaking of homophobic, wouldn't it be less gay to wear a mask because no dick can get in your mouth? It's like a dick wall. Good point. Ah, uh -huh. dick, dick wall, wall. A great I, lawyer. I think he ran for office. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and he's like the guy that's like, yeah, your mask is right here. I'm like, ooh, you told an old lady to suck your dick. You're so right. brave. Oh, Shut God. up! What a what a queef! It's funny too. Uh, speaking of masks, like there's a couple old broads walking around my neighborhood. You know they've probably been living there since the '40s, and they will yell at you if you're not wearing a mask. But I notice they won't yell at the black guys, which uh, I love. I love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, the the yell at the people with no mask is also silly. You're like just go on the other end of the train, just avoid them, whatever. Right. Uh, that's all silly, and you know, 
Don't I get me wrong. I, I could be I could be more uh, whatever. I mean, we go to the movie theater. I'm like, ah, I'm up here. He's way over there. But the subway, it's it's tight, and we're all in there. It's it's crammed in. I mean, not crammed, but it's getting pretty crowded on the subway. Yeah. Whatever. It is. I'm, I'm it's get... also funny how things change. Like before, it was like, there's a guy jerking it. Let's switch cars. Now it's all right. Let's go to the car with the guy jerking it because he's wearing a mask. Right. I, I just hate not. this. This whole angle of like you're a sheep, you're the, you're like this, you're a sheep. You're right. reading the alternative. You're like, well, I'm not gonna wear. Yeah, because someone else said not to. You fucking asshole. You're a sheep. Exactly. And, 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 and be a sheep and not die. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to be part of the fucking solution here. We're trying right. to be together as a as a unit here. Yes. Yes. Team player. Love a team. Good. Good point. Good point. I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, those guys, they probably are those same kind of guys who like peel out in, in parking lots. Exactly. They're the same exact guy. They're fucking... <laughs> and they, they fix their car so it's louder. It's the exact same guys. That right. You're like, ooh, I want to suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You fucking stink. You stink. Also, we, we should not uh, hold back on the ladies who fuck these guys. Those gals are clueless as well. I hate the women that fuck these guys. It's the reason those guys exist. If you just stopped fucking these meatballs, you wouldn't have guys with fucking driving around all crazy, like peeling out at green lights and, and wearing <laughs> fucking flat-billed hats that are over here. Like, just, just knock it off. Yep. Knock it off. Get it together. Grow up. And that guy's got a kid. And then, then, then that thing just goes and goes forever. Yeah, it's, they're the same people that they go to a house and they're like, hey, we take our shoes off. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to wear my shoes in the house. You're like, all right, I guess. Just, right, right. I, I hate those house. guys. You're going to the my guy, house. They're the same guys that you go, I'm having a party over my place if you want to come. They're like, why don't we do it at my place? Right. Why doesn't everyone change their plans and come to my house? Yes. That's the kind of guy that is. The, ch- the plan changer. Nobody likes that guy. Hate the plan changer. Planned Parenthood. All right. I want to spill this uh, Agatha Christie novel out on you. A little, little uh, what is it? What's that chick's name who does all the mystery novels? Jane Austen. No, 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 no. Danielle Steele? Uh, that's a porn star, I think. Hold on. <laughs> oh, shit. Kate Blanchett. What the hell's her name? Mystery Dear novels. Abby? No. Oh. Call in if you know. Emily, no. Keller? No, she killed herself. Helen Keller? Ah, uh, she's a tard. I don't know. It'll come to me. Stacy Dash. I got nothing. But uh, there's a woman who does only mystery novels, and kids read them, and everybody likes her. Fuck. Oh. Uh wait. No. Uh, Shelley. Is it Shelley Duvall? Long? No. Oh, Mary Shelley. Shelley. Some- Shelley Frankenstein. Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. That's the one. Two first names. What a kook. Ah, well, it'll it'll hit me. Stacy, ah, shit, I don't know. Okay, so this is a wild one, and if you get it, I'll be blown away. If you don't, it's understandable, because this is all out of left field here. Okay, I'm excited. I got a little nervous feeling here. All right, so we do a gig, me and Doug Key. I don't know, I think we're in Worcester, Mass., which was not bad, by the way. Oh, yeah, I just did it, too. It was solid. So we do a gig in Worcester. You know, four-hour drive home, three-hour whatever. So I get home at maybe one thirty in the morning. It's it's nighttime. It's a weekday. It's late. The city's dead. He drops me off. I jump out of the car. I grab my bag of merch, big duffel. I know you hate the duff, but uh, it's a bag of merch. I go in, and I get to the front door. Now, my apartment has a door, 
a vestibule, if you will, and then another door. Mm-hmm. It's New York. I don't know. They know what they're doing. So I, uh, you know, I, I go in the first door and I notice right when I put my key in, I notice there's a package in the door stopping it from closing. Hmm. Huh. Okay. That's odd. Well, you know, FedEx might have came, pushed the buzzer, put the package in the door, make sure you see it, and left. Whatever. It's a little late for that, but okay. So I kick the package into the vestibule, you know. Then I go to the next door. There's a envelope, or envelope if you're uh, annoying, and it's wedged where the lock latches. You know, the, the, the hinge, or whatever, what do you call that? The clinker. Yeah, the the snatch. Yeah, the little nub into the snatch, the male female, whatever. It's 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 wedged in there. So I'm like, well, that's weird. Why would there be? So now I grab the envelope and I go, uh, this is not right. You know, I'm just gonna put that over there on the counter, and then then I go up the stairs. I'm walking towards the stairs, and I look back, and there's a hooded man looking in. And I go, oh, was he going to come in me, come at me? What Was that a, a trick, a trap? What the hell just happened? I got a big bag of merch. I got a, a jacket on. I, you know, I probably looked. Maybe it was a rapist. Maybe he saw I was a guy and bailed. But something was up. All right. So let me just get this. I got to stop you. I just want to make sure I have the whole thing because I got to try to solve this thing. Sure. Right? Yeah. You're you're a private dick. Yeah. I'm, I'm McCluskey or whoever. So so door one is propped open with a box. Is that right? Like a squishy yellow package. You know, maybe like a uh, two T-shirts and a, and a squishy uh, yellow package. So that's door one. And then door two has an envelope through the, the snatchel. Yes. Okay, so you end up closing them behind you because you're like, this seems weird. Yeah, it's like one one thirty, two in the morning. Why would anyone be propping this up now? This is shady time. So I kick the package in. I grab the envelope, and I make sure those doors close behind me. I walk 20 feet to the stairs, look back, and he's looking in. So that means he was super close to the yeah. door. I mean, I, I walked for like six seconds, and he's already at the door. Okay, I, gotta, I already have a hypothesis, but I'll, I'll save it unless you want it now. Well, I'll just say I went upstairs. I, uh, I I told the lady. She was freaked out. She's like, that's weird. So I text the super. Me and the super are pretty, pretty tight now. And I go, hey, just letting you know. And I know. I started with a late text. There was a guy looking in. And we have cameras. So I said, maybe check the cameras tomorrow because this seems wa- wacky and all that. Where and are the then, cameras? Yeah. So cameras are pointing right at that door. And uh, so... Uh, I saw him the next day, and he goes, I know what happened. Here you go. So this is my guess? This is your guess there, Sloppy Jalopy. Lay it on me. All right, here's my guess. The guy lives in the building. Don't give it away. Don't tell me. Guy lives in the building. Somehow locked himself out of his room, his his apartment. Uh Has no keys. Had to piss. So he goes out, he uses two boxes so he can go piss in the little courtyard. That's why he was so close. He stepped over that little fence into the little courtyard area, pisses between a bush and goes, all right, I'm going to at least wait back inside. I can't get in my apartment, but at least I'm in my building. So it was a locked out of the apartment, leave the building to piss, prop it open so I can get back in. That's my my, uh, hypothesis. All right. Very interesting, Aguado. I've told the story to about 17 people, and no one has gotten it. That's probably the closest I've heard. Okay, okay. I did not, th- I want to say this, I did not think I really had it because 
it seems so strange right that if that was the case you would you wouldn't have built it up as mysterious i see well very very good deducing there fatty Thank all you. right so here's what happened so the super goes i checked the tapes no big whoop guy leaves his apartment to walk his dog to get a dog shitting or pissing uh, realizes he forgot his keys, okay. but he doesn't want to go back in to the apartment and wake up his lady or whatever. So he lets the dog piss. He's in the co- he's in the bushes. So now he's in the bushes with the dog. I come through. He he, he blocks the door so he can get back in the building, and uh, I ruin his whole plan. Now he has to beep wake up his wife with the buzzer. Ah, I I was pretty close. I That's had the pretty piss. Good. I had the piss. I had the bushes. I had the keys. Yes. I mean, the only thing I had different was the dog pissing instead of him pissing. Exactly. And but you'd think I'm walking. I'm I'm five feet away from the guy. Why wouldn't you go? Hey, I'm pissing here, man. Or the dog's pissing. Just don't lock it behind you. I don't want my keys. It's weird so, that that didn't happen. But maybe he didn't want to scare me. Maybe he's one of these guys that assumes you must know. Like in his mind, he might be like, "Why would you kick those in? Obviously, I put those there." Right. So he yeah. may think you're an asshole. This guy. Maybe. I was trying to be the good Samaritan and save the apartment building, but I get it. I get what you're saying. It's just, uh, it looks shady, but then when you actually think about it, why would a criminal, he would just go in and, and steal stuff. You wouldn't set up a, a door and then steal. Right, but I'm with you 100% on this because even though that's probably not a criminal, it's the, the fear is not that a criminal did that. The fear is that a criminal can take advantage of that. Ah, yes. So obviously the guy setting the props, he's not the criminal, but you could have any any crazy Tom, Dick, or Harry, homeless Harry walking by and going, hey, look at this door propped open. Let me run in there and, and hit someone with a sack of nickels and rape them. Here, here. Exactly. Well, all right. Well, then I'm glad I moved the package and uh, screwed that guy over. Yeah, you did the right thing. Fuck that guy. I mean, not fuck that guy. I feel for him, yeah. but he can't be upset. Yes, well, a lot of people assumed he was a rapist who was waiting for a lady to come in. Then he could go in the building after her and bang her in the building instead of on the bushes. Right. I mean, I think if you were going to do that, he could just go, oh, hey, hey, hold that door. Hey, uh, 5E, I'm, I'm Steve. Right, right. And then she's yeah. like, oh, hey, Steve. And then he's like, just kidding. I'm not Steve. I'm a rapist. Yes. And there was a there was a long night of me going, ah, we might have to move out. I mean, this is crazy. There's people waiting outside our door. They're propping open like this. Look, the New York's in hock, but this is a whole new level of like they're trying to get in our building at fucking two in the morning. So there was a good 24 hour period of like, this is crazy. We got to move. Well, it's strange days, and I think everyone's going through this. I keep hearing like every therapist is booked, and everyone's having wow. a really hard time right now. So if you're out there, folks, you're not alone. We're all going cuckoo. And in the old days, you'd, you'd be upset or stressed or angry. And you call somebody, they go, hey, don't worry. Now everybody you call is all fucked up because we're going yes. back into winter, and things are surging, and the president's sick, and, and my mother's got tits and whatever so right these are crazy times so everyone let's really take care of each other and try to be part of the solution and uh eat each other's assholes for fun here here i feel like some people throw on shit to the fire look let's all just realize we're fucked up and uh and and push through ourselves we got no shoulder to lean on because every shoulder is being leaned on a lot of leaned on shoulders yes so uh lean eileen come on eileen and uh come on my back And yeah, we'll see you next year.
Yeah, and, and let's just uh, say also the, the Patreon. Hit the Patreon. Yes. That's big. That's great. A lot of bonus stuff on there. We got Ed Larson coming up. All the people, Tim Dillon, Dan Soder, all the people, Bert the live Kreischer. episodes. There might be a new live one soon. Yeah, live apps coming out. Are they're all great? Nikki Glazer, Michelle Wolf, Ari Shafir, fun names. Sopranos app, Stranger by the Lake, gay app. I mean, there's a ton. I've been putting queefs up. We've been we've been really cooking and juking. So uh, get on there and buy a shirt. Why not? Yeah, and uh, also go hit my YouTube. I'm gonna I'm making a thing with her, Sean. I don't know if it's gonna be any Ooh. good, but we're making a little dumb web series thing. And uh, so go hit my YouTube. Yes. I don't know. Subscribe. Is that what you do? I don't even know. I'm so stupid. Subscribe. Subscribe yeah. And go watch the special. Leave some nice comments. I hate myself. And uh, and then, oh, my album is coming out October 16th. It's streaming on Pandora right now for free. And the album is different than the special. There's a couple uh, different things in there, and it, it's pretty fun. So go stream it for free on Pandora, and it'll be available whatever everywhere October 16th. Yes, all right. That's a nice little revenue stream as well for the fat man. So help everybody out. Stream it up. Go nuts and uh, praise Allah. We'll see you in hell. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. George is saying cut it. <laughs>